0: Hey there! Did you know Kroger always gives you savings and rewards on top of our lower-than-low prices? And when you download the Kroger app, you'll enjoy over $500 in savings every week with digital coupons. And don't forget fuel points to help you save up to $1 per gallon at the pump. Want to save even more? With a Boost membership, you'll get double fuel points and free delivery. So shop and save big at Kroger today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Well, you know something? Thanks for those who have been whining about that it wasn't cold in October. Because November decided to bring all the ice cubes out, man. It's cold as balls out there. (laughs) Sheesh. Well, gotta make sure I always am lotion-up. Don't want to walk through the whole damn thing ashy as hell. But I mean to tell you this, this season change sure came in in high form. But I love it when people complain, though. Don't you? Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. And yeah, not only that, but I uh, hope they actually enjoyed what was going on on the old IG there for a little bit and managed to get like a little bit of a monster march going on because it is indeed the last day of the Monster Fest. Anyway, let's go ahead and get it started because welcome to the j man Show here on K360 Radio. J360 Legion, how are you all doing tonight? Coming back to the show that started it all, are we? (laughs) Well, in case you didn't know, yes, indeed, welcome to the J-Man Show. Episode 227, if you will. Yeah, it turns out that we had a little bit of a numbering problem going on there for a minute because the episode that you got last Wednesday said that it was 225, but 225 was already released as a secret Saturday episode, so if you didn't check it out, it's still Monster Fest celebrating, so yeah. You know what I mean? Everything had that Monster Fest flavor this past couple of, uh... Man, these... mm, I want to say, like, has it been about six weeks? Has it? Yeah, I guess it would be. (laughs) Man, we were so knee-deep in the supernatural, I almost forgot that there was another dimension to go to. And you know something? It was well worth it. I like to think that this year was actually just as good as last year's one. You know? Even though nobody went anywhere last year, but you, you know what I mean, like... Still had to continue on the show. like, that's the way it is around here. The show must go on as always. And, um, you know, you got to do that adage even if it seems like, you know, you don't feel it or people don't have a use for it. But it's like this. Yeah, it does. There's a reason. A lot of people look forward to the Monster Fest. And I'm like, you know what? I won't let you down. I mean, even like right now, like I'm looking over some of the highs and lows of it this year. Mm, there wasn't many lows actually the only thing that i wish that um kind of took in place was more of the j360 tv things i would have loved to have done those but you know hey we're not all the way into recovery yet from this covid stuff so patience and <laughs> not only that i'm gonna have to figure out some more things to throw your way oh as for the power play it's 100 percent fixed now yes that problem is well taken care of it's gone the reason why you guys didn't get one on saturday was i just didn't feel like playing any video games I felt like going ahead and just doing something else. Plus, there were these uh, movies that I was looking into, and they were getting so deep. I was like, am I going to have enough time to rate them, or am I going to just wait until next year to go ahead and throw some stuff to you? Or, hey, you never know. It might do some off-season activity. But it was just really, really, really good. You know, I couldn't couldn't just pull away and jump into Bioshock and stuff. Which, by the way, we're going to go ahead and take care of Bioshock, too, so don't you even worry about that. And not to mention some of the other games I have on the list. But yeah, that's 100% fixed now. And, you know, who would have thought that I had a J360 Hangouts there waiting for you guys? (laughs) Yes, turns out I still have a whole lot of bag of tricks, people. That's just what I do, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, I had all this stuff waiting and planned up for you guys anyway. I was just like, hmm, should I hit him with this or shouldn't I hit him with this? And it's like, yeah, this is perfect. Because, you know, it's me and Alan talking about nightmare food and other stuff. And wouldn't you believe that episode was made like a long time ago. That stuff is definitely archival footage. Matter of fact, I think me and Alan were working on something. God, I think the Cyclone was still around at that time. I'm not mistaken. But, you know, a lot of foreshadowing was in that one, wasn't it? And who would have thought that Alec Baldwin would be at the center of a whole, you know, prop misfire controversy. And it's not even just that. I'm being pretty light on that. I know it's a lot more to it. But I didn't want to go into that too much because I think me and the boys on State of the Art covered it a lot a lot more deeper. Which, by the way, I'm moving uh, certain episodes of State of the Art over to J360 Radio. As soon as the next episode lands, that little part of the show, well, that part of the J360 universe will be active fully. So yes, you guys are getting that. Uh speaking of which, um, hmm remember eleven sixteen sixteen? That's all I'm gonna say on that one. Cause uh real J360 fans know what that date is. But yes, as I sit here and I look over these things, I'm like, hmm, the ratings were pretty good. Sometimes like we were watching a lot of movies over here to the point where the ratings couldn't keep up. So I do know like those things were kinda kinda late for you guys, but Next time we'll we'll be on time with it, you know? Like whatever we didn't get done this year, we'll definitely go ahead and topple that and then some next year. And who knows, next year it might be fully J three sixty TV at that point. I'll be in a different state and all that jazz by then. So, you know. Little things like that. And then like a lot of the Monster Fest um Yes, a lot of the Monster Fest uh Nightmare Tales were on point this year. Hells yeah. I remember some people sending me some messages saying, hey, you you kept me up and all that jazz. And I'm like, well, you know what? I'm not liable for you to listen to what I tell you. But at the end of the day, you learned something, right? You should watch those things with the lights on. That's what you should do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right around in the summertime and all that crap. That, that's what y'all are about. You ain't about this fall time jazz. <laughs> hey sometimes like when people send me messages you know i gotta go ahead and mess with them on that situation but it's the monster fest you know you are here to get this crap scared out of you that's where we are Mm-hmm. a little christening if you will and in doing so i know i didn't throw up too many clips at you guys this year um there's a reason special reason behind that well what with this whole metaverse uh kick that zuckerberg's on now and the way they kept changing up some stuff over on, um, IG. Like, sometimes the videos wouldn't be cropped right. And then there were times where it was like, Oh, uh, we, we we were gonna keep this all in lockdown because we, we don't know whether you took this or, 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 or how you got this footage or not. Mm-hmm. And then there's sometimes they'll go ahead and they'll block your footage out right because... Allegedly, you're making money off of it. No, I'm not doing that for profit. I'm doing that pretty much to showcase the movies that, um inspire and i'm interested in and not only that it's the monster fest come on now i'm doing an event they always act like yeah but we want more creators on our space but they won't let you at least showcase things that you're interested in it's kind of weird to me but then again they might get a little lenient right they might go ahead and relinquish some control over this stuff and say to guess what you know we are the same no we're not no we're not the same pal can't wait till I start doing some more of my stuff over there, boy. Whew. crazy stuff. Speaking of which, um, as for J360 TV, the same thing applies over there. The reason why I didn't get to throw up some of those clips over there is because content ID was ravaging, man. Like even when I was doing Bioshock, they were like, hey, this in-game music. You don't owe the rights to this. We're gonna demonetize you. That's like, I'm not making that for profit, though. And keep in mind, this is the same group of people that will uh, go ahead and send me a message about Resin Sun being on the Space Force Birthday Bash, which at the same time, all that's done with permission and they were in the video. Mm Mm-hmm. So I don't know what sort of algorithm is over here and all that jazz, but sometimes if you've ever heard like Ray Bradbury's uh, short story, The Pedestrian, sometimes I feel like I'm the guy that's just trying to take a walk. Whereas, like, everything from these algorithms is like the automatic police car that just didn't believe that the person was out taking a damn walk. That's what it's weird, you know? It's like, oh, okay. So this AI knows everything, but it knows Jack S. And yes, I have control over myself tonight. I'm not going to go ahead and get knee-deep in it because, you know, I think I'm going to go ahead and prop my feet up after all this cool stuff with the fest this year. Mm Mm-hmm. I think right off the bat, I might just take a week off, go on a little sabbatical, and just, um, you know, experience, um, gee, what did I do last sabbatical? Hmm. You gotta understand, this stuff takes <laughs> takes time to get used to. I mean, after you do, like, this great big grand finale, it's like, where you go from here? Up, up and away, I'd say. Or maybe I'll go see Eternals or something. I could use a laugh. Hey, look, to be fair, I'm sure the movie is fine. No, some of y'all saw past that, didn't you? Yeah, okay. We'll get this. Like, look, I don't think the movie's as bad as some of these places are making them out to be. I think some people are just joining in on it because a lot of people weren't interested in it at the time. And then it's, like, really grandiose and all that stuff. So the movie's, like, you know, one of those huge movies. And then there's a time where it's like, you know, am I feeling the need to see it or am I feeling the need not to see it? And there's times where I'm like, yeah, i just wait for it to come out on DVD. And, you know, it doesn't disappoint. I'm sure there's going to be people that like this film. And I'm sure there's going to be people that talk about how great it was. But when it gets right down to those conversations, sometimes people will go ahead and they'll try to go at you personally about it rather than just say, Hey, I just thought it was a good movie, whereas you did not, and leave it at that. But hey, if you think that stuff is really, really fun, I love the comments that follow after it, because I'm sitting here on comicbook.com too, and I'm just reading all this crap, like how like somebody is considered racist because they just didn't care to see like the sex scene that was in this movie. Because yes, this is a big deal. People actually have sex. A Marvel movie with a sex scene. Take that Wonder Woman 1984, we can do the do too. Trust me, that's what it seems like it feels like sometimes. (laughs) You know, oh, you can do that? Yeah, we can do it. And no, I'm not being funny with that little pun. It's just like after a while, it's like, meh, it is what it is. I mean, sometimes we worry more about that than we worry about superheroes doing the actual job. So yeah. Uh, But hey, man like I'm just looking at some one of these other other outstanding things. Uh as for like the Godzilla Monsterverse stuff, yes, I still look through it to this year and I love all of those movies. Like if there's one franchise that Warner Brother did get right, it would be that one. <laughs> and no, I did not rate them because guess what? I did rate them last year. I remember going through the Going through them all and giving them ratings. And I was like, well, no need to do it twice. So, yeah. Like, if anything, that's already in the library and in the canon, folks. So, yep. Took care of that one. And then, like, of course, you know, I have to watch that every year. Like, I have to go through Godzilla, Godzilla King of Monsters, Kong Skull Island, and Godzilla vs. Kong. Because, like, even though I said, like, Godzilla vs. Kong is kind of paper thin when it comes to the human element. We're not here for that BS. No, 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 no. We are here for giant monkey versus giant radiated lizard action. That's what we're here for. And the occasional thing where they have to team up to take down Mechagodzilla. It is what it is. But, you know, right off the bat, cool. Doesn't matter. Because they also had the Mechagodzilla being controlled by the um, Ghidorah Skullhead. So that, that actually works. So I'm not mad at that. But you see the funny part is is where like other people who well you know the normies who look at this stuff and are like they don't get the mythos of Godzilla. Hey hey you can't help defeat Mechagodzilla. You able to defeat Mechagodzilla on his own. If you paid attention to the history of Godzilla, Godzilla never is defeat Mechagodzilla on his own. Okay, usually he has help. He had help in the form of King Caesar, and he had help in the form of Fire Rodan, and he also had, like, um, help in the form of King Kong this time, because guess what, you know, even though they cause a lot of destruction, at their core, they're pretty much doing the right thing, usually, and it's always something of an outside force that bothers these monsters, and it comes from us as mankind. We do a lot of stupid stuff. Dare I say like there are some people now that are just getting the point that, hey, you know, maybe Ultron had the right idea to try to exterminate us. And it's like, wait, wait, wait. you waited until after all this stuff to figure that out. And now you kind of care about a Josh Whedon product. Think about it. It's it's just weird. It's just amazing how like when people are really, really late, (sighs) that hindsight, though. But yeah, looking at it though, like when I was watching um, the classic, the the one from 1974 where Godzilla's fighting Mecha Godzilla, it still shocks and surprise me when Godzilla is bleeding. You know what I'm saying? Mechagodzilla did the one thing that even King Ghidorah couldn't do. You know, like King Ghidorah, the Japanese military and all could not do. Like the Japanese military could kill Godzilla at certain points, you know, when they use the oxygen destroyer. But they never made Godzilla bleed. But Mechagodzilla did, though. Mechagodzilla is that one that's like, you know, what? Hold my beer. <laughs> Just blow Godzilla away, and like usually it's that first round. It always go to Mechagodzilla. And not only that, this Mechagodzilla lets you know that he's a f- <laughs> he ain't nothing to play with. Because if you've ever seen this, first he's disguised as Godzilla throughout most of the movie. And then comes the part where Angulus tried to stop Godzilla because thinking it was his friend. But then Angulus gets the piss beat out of him. And not to mention, like, this Godzilla tried to choke the hell out of him with his innards. And it's like, whoa, this is brutal as hell. Ain't nothing kiddy about this. And then, like, you never see Angulus again for, like, the rest of the movie. And like, it's kind of like when you see like, um, certain characters that you like getting curb stomped and Angus got curb stomped the F out of. And then all of a sudden you see like later on the real Godzilla shows up, but you never see Angus throughout the rest of the movie. You're like, is Anglis dead or what, what's going on? And I think Destroy All Monsters takes place after this one, but it was like, uh, homeboy really needs some time to heal. Put it that way. Especially with what I saw. And then, like, you know, but as soon as, like, the real Godzilla shows up, it then it starts to become, you know, a different kind of approach. Because, like, for a while there, even then, Godzilla was kind of getting curb stomped by his uh, counterpart here. So, like, anytime you see that, usually the destruction amps up whenever the mechs are around. And if, it, and if anything, I would say, like, the second mechs... No, 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 the second mech of Godzilla was ran by, like, the actual Godzilla Force... So, and I think they use some of the technology from Mecha King Ghidorah, if I'm not mistaken. Because, see, I'm talking Heishi right now. I'm not talking Showa. So, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you know what? I never got to nosedive into that one entirely for you guys for the Monster Fest. So, it's all about taking a handful of, like, what elements of Godzilla to use for you guys. So, like, I can talk about Showa all the time. And I can talk about Millennium a lot, too. But, you know, I really need to revisit Haishi more. And Haishi is usually, like, the stuff that, taken, that has taken place after, you know, Return of Godzilla, which is a.k.a. Godzilla in 1984. And then also, um, what was the other one? What was the other one? There was another one that was prominent around that time. Godzilla versus Biollante to a point. Because despite what a lot of people said about it in the beginning, some of these movies were probably not that great during their time. But they become incredible over time as like other people look at them and they realize the cheese fattener and stuff. Which is why Godzilla's revenge keeps coming back into our lives. Sure, after a while you get tired of Minya. You get tired of all that other stuff. But in a way you're kind of seeing Godzilla's best hits being uh, cut and spliced into one movie. And then if you look at it from that point of view and not pay attention to all the other stuff, it's actually pretty decent. But yeah, like like Gabra is not real. Gabra is the personification of that bully that that kid had. <laughs> and then like his best friend was Menya of all monsters. But then again, that's what Menya was designed for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. All all the all the little Godzillas and stuff are kind of like you know hit or miss now and again. Even even the one that actually grew up, the Face Destroyer. It's like you know. They, they, You know, they either are too young to fight, they get caught up in some situation, and then comes the part where Godzilla comes back and you're just looking forward to him fighting whoever it is. And then, you know, of course they gotta go ahead and mess with him and his first, you know. And it's like, damn. <laughs> but, you know, like, um, at least with the second Baby Godzilla, it did grow up. So I'm not angry about that. But, um, many of them, hmm. I mean, in the first one, with with Son of Godzilla, he was able to fire out the blast, and then like, after a while, they started using the puff ring all the time, I'm like, come on now, character development, you know, it's like, damn, (laughs) anyway, anyway, yeah, so I got to go ahead and run through the uh, Godzilla franchise for a little bit, which, um, it actually did have another celebration going on, what is it, like it's 67th year? That's pretty ballin'. I can't wait to see what happens when the 70th year comes here. Oh, we oh, we really gonna have some fun then because I'm gonna have all the movies going on and I ain't going to work no time that day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just go all out for it. And they should go ahead and do another MonsterVerse-based Godzilla movie because, um, you know, there has to be a, one, a way for like, say like the Titans go back to sleep or something or say like when Godzilla finally faces a... You know, finally faces maybe their addition of Destroyer Riot. And then the it happens in such a way that they both melt down. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, that's it. That's, that's pretty much where we go. But Godzilla's uh, role in those movies is to restore and maintain balance. So it's got to be something that throws the natural order off base. And then, you know, of course, King Kong has to come back in some sort of form, too. Because, hey, he's still around. But he's in, like, the... He's in, like, the hollow earth, so at the end of the day, it's like, mm, where are you going to go from there, you know? Anyway, uh, as I describe these things, <laughs> I'm just like, you know, I just love monsters, man. And, uh, you know, like, um, what's that one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I threw up the Cloverfield clip, too. Yes, I know what I've said about J.J. Abrams, and I know what i said about Matt Reeves. But that particular film, it, you know... They're about due for one film. Usually, usually like a film from some of these directors that you know that we deal with. Until I go ahead and join that same winter circle, I'll just always keep working the some parties I don't go to. But yeah, the thing is, um, when it gets right down to Cloverfield, I actually did like the first one, and I thought Ten Cloverfield Lane was pretty good. I didn't get the chance to rate that. Actually, I didn't get the chance to rate both of them. But you know, I sat there and I watched uh, Cloverfield again. And I just felt all the memories come back, man. Like when I saw it when it first came, I was like, mm, yeah, this is all right. You know, because it's like you're in the mix of it all. You're like first person going through it. You know, it's like being in Doom without a gun and no punchability. And then as I look at it, I'm like, you know, there should be a sequel to tell us how this monster came about and were they really roaming around at the time. But then as like years passed on and they teased about it and we never really got it. You know, we got, like, um, semi-sequels or, like, or maybe pre-sequels or parallel stories. Because 10 Cloverfield Lane, in a way, is a parallel or a blood relative, they said it was. But, you know, like, it actually keeps the movie fresh if we don't know. That's kind of the thing. And then, of course, the Cloverfield Paradox came out. And I'm still very confused by that. You know? Like, so the satellite came down. And did it like alter a dimension or something with the monster coming in? Or did the satellite come down like at the end of the first Cloverfield movie where you saw something fall in the, in the water to go ahead and wake Clover up? You know, those are the questions I have. But like I said, sometimes I just stick with the first one. I look over at Cloverfield Paradox and I'm like, mm, I don't really want to go through all that. Nope, nope, nope. I'm going to have to figure out another way. But some of you super fans out there are happily tell me this stuff and I and I know you will by the time of this episode but make sure it's quick because um we are going dark this week on J360 productions yep no new episodes for a little bit well not until next week you know Yep. I figured I could use the rest and I figured a lot of y'all could use a break from me so we're all going to be winning this <laughs> if you get my drift and um you know, it's, it's been a great time doing this stuff for you guys. Like these events are just amazing. Cause you know, like we have Gemiversary, we have the Monster Fest. Holiday Fest is still kind of iffy right now. Just put like a, put a pin on it or put a little question mark on it. I'm sure we'll be doing some holiday things. It just won't be as, you know, as uniformed as this. Uh, let's see. Hmm. What is the other one? No, no, no. You guys do get another event and it's called Year's End. And that's when it's like New Year's Eve and all that jazz. Like everything leading up to the New Year. We'll look back on certain things that we've done. And then, you know, talk about some plans for the future. And then basically either we'll either party it out either with a J Man show or we'll party it out with a jams. Entirely up to you. And then at the same time, if it's a jams, I will let you guys know a week in advance and usually the week is like of christmas so you guys will know nope nobody will be left out of the loop when it comes to year's end and then we get to go ahead and start that again so in a way it's like the top three events of j360 productions oh which by the way um hmm speaking of jammiversary though i know some of y'all out there are excited some of y'all are like this hey when are you gonna do a whole month of music it's like yeah next june (laughs) Uh and then at that point we'll be jumping into the third season and speaking of season ends though i know this one seems kind of minute but in a way this is a bonus episode it's not only the monsters fest's finale but it's also the J Man show's season finale yep (sighs) we managed to get like five years of this grand one in boy i'm starting to feel it too five years of doing this series it has been a total waste. I, I've i actually enjoyed it. It's like the way that we have all like grown and evolved and like the subject matter and all the crazy stuff that went down. And then like, of course, you know, who, who, who actually is on, who actually is the show this week? You know, I, I could go ahead and talk about that creepy jerk uh, a couple of days ago or whatever. No, not a different one. I'm talking about that same one. It was like, <laughs> stupid. Just, just. And, you know, the problem is, I think, much like anything else, somebody like that would know when they're doing something wrong. And, you know, there's a whole thing where people are like, well, you know, some people don't know how to be sociable, Jay, or some people don't understand social cues. See, you say that because it didn't happen to you yet. Or you say that because, guess what, you know, everybody likes to make excuses for other people and all that jazz. But I'm just going to say this, right? Uh Uh-uh. Doesn't fly with me. You know the boundary line. You know you're going too far. Use some self-control and some accountability and maybe then things won't be so bad. Know the cues. (laughs) Little things like that. Uh, You know, because some people always try to tell me about my attitude. And I'm like, I know my attitude. I live with it. And the thing is, usually I'm doing the right thing by that attitude. You understand what I'm saying? It's like this, because I put up with myself a lot more than any of you guys put up with me. So that's just the way that is. And like, you, you know, like, and once you figure yourself out like that, you'll kind of know, like, what you can do, what's feasible, and then, like, who you hang out with and who you don't hang out with. Like, you got to pay attention to those things. Even if other people will sit there and be like, yeah, you you for, uh, it, it. and it's like, that's the, not trying to make fun of people who talk that way. It's just the way certain people sound to me. When they go ahead and they do that kind of stuff, And it's like, "Mm mm-mm, son, intuition knows all right now. Screw you. (laughs) But hey, that's how certain horror stories get started, too, when people don't follow their intuition like they're supposed to. Oh, my God. it's like, you know damn good. You know you should not be sneaking into this. Or, like, from that movie, Jeepers Creepers, you know damn well, Jason Long, you should not even be trying to climb down into that pipe, son. And as soon as he did, all hell broke loose. And then, of course, that one woman on there said, Whatever that thing is, it like the smell of it. It like the smell of whatever it smelt, it's going to come back to get it. Ain't nothing going to stop it. And indeed, nothing was going to stop it. Jeepers Creepers, boy, he wanted that boy. He he liked him good. Oh, man, I've only seen the first one of those. I tried to get into it, guys, but that was one franchise I was like, this is not interesting to me. I, I don't really care what's going on. And then, like, whenever he showed up, then it was getting good. But, you know, after he goes away, it's like, mm, where do we go from here? Of course, though, that truck he drives was pretty epic. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to knock that. Like when it was right behind Jason Long and his sister and it was all honking and trying to get at him and stuff. I was like, damn, okay. But I think the worst thing you could have done was try to climb into that monster's lair where all those other men were. That, you know, the creep likes to mess with and all. Shouldn't have done that. But, hey, whatever Like I said about intuition, though. No. Some parties you just don't go to and some things you don't need to hang out with. And then like in some cases, your social circle could be like the most deadliest thing in your life. Because, I mean, despite those two movies not being great, the movies Unfriended were pretty on point about that. Then there was another movie I watched a long time ago. It was um, dealing with this unpopular girl who wanted to be in that social circle so bad. That, that, you know, like, she wanted to be friend with that one. And I forget what the name of it is. But she went to the point where she just stalked this girl left and right. And, you know, even after she committed suicide, like, all of the information and exchanges that the popular girl and her had came out on the popular girl's page. And, like, everything was wiped out. Because you know how Facebook is. Facebook is, um... You are guilty until proven innocent. And even if you prove an innocent, you don't have a shot in hell of getting any sort of that claim to fame back. That's just people, folks. And you see, like, um, as soon as all that stuff came out and everything, the girl became, um, the popular girl became unpopular and pretty much lived the life of the girl that was stalking her. Because she lost everything. See, I like horror movies like that. It's, it's... Sometimes, you know, it's a twist of fate, and, like, if anything, if people in your friend's group ain't right and ain't loyalty and all that jazz, there's gonna be something there that's gonna make that keg explode, you know? And quite a lot of people don't know this or not, but popularity don't last long, and sometimes it don't even last when you're doing stuff. Like, right now, even, like, some people try to tell me about, like, all the fans and all the growth that's coming for j360 and i look at it and i see it all the time but i don't let it go ahead and manipulate me to the point where i'm unapproachable or i'm just like mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because i've always had like the same tone in a way it's like i'm aware of it but at the same time it's like i can't nosedive into this stuff and be like oh you know um yeah, yeah yeah man let's talk about my scribe account before we get into this video oh yeah let's go ahead and talk about my growth oh yeah let's go ahead and do that Because if anything else, like, you know, it'll eat you alive. And if you worry about that too much, it's like, okay, are you even really a person at this point? You'd be surprised, man. It's just like when people need ratios, though. But I could go ahead and jump in on that some other time. But you see, as these movies aren't top sellers as I mentioned them, I mean, you would think people would pay attention to them. You would think that people would know about them and stuff like that, and not try to go ahead and jive you on things. Because there is moments where people see this stuff, and then they start saying this. You know, I'm not my social media. Oh, I'm not. Uh, 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 uh. It came from you. It came from your stock. It came from wherever the hell you are. It's like. Sometimes when I look at like my stuff and I'm like I see certain things and I'm like this, where the hell did that come from? You know what I'm saying? And I try and much like Tony Stark, I'm going to go track it down and take it out. It might cause a bit of a mess doing it, but I'm going to do something about it. You see what I'm saying? That's just the way that stuff goes because you know there's a responsibility, there's a accountability that needs to be there and then there's some people who are in charge of certain brands and all and they're not accountable for it you understand what i'm saying And they ain't trying to be so even if you pull out so much information on like where it came from and all that jazz and stuff and they still cause more problems if anything we build our own demons some of us got our own monsters that's why i listen to that song from the midnight a lot you know good and red mm-hmm. kill your demons you know because sometimes you create that stuff like imposter syndrome and all that jazz and things like, I even said this before on record that I did not create the J-Man Show to be liked. I created the J-Man Show because I had something to say. That was the point, you know. And like walking around now, it's like you know, I'm always an independent individual and I always think for myself and always looking to like, okay, I see where this is coming from, but I learn from my social group in addition to other things. And, like, even though as a kid I kind of had social problems, but I outgrew them and I found a way to, you know, attest for that. You understand? But even then, like, some people nowadays, they got more severe problems than I do because you could be just saying hi. And so then they'll find a way to wig out and imprint the problems on you. I'm not about that life because, see, I can do bad by myself. And if I see any of that kind of stuff, believe me, I'm going to go ahead and fix you <laughs> at that point. Because like I said, you put your nonsense into my territory. So that's that's the whole thing about situations like that. And if you're not careful, you could become a monster from people like this kind of stuff. If you don't have self control and look into yourself. And then but you see some people go ahead and look at that stuff and say, Oh, that's cute. Oh, that's that's okay, oh that that's alright. No, it ain't. No, it ain't alright. See like like um kinda like with some people are like, Oh, you know, See, see, but he only 10 years old. That's cute. I don't know. 10's kind of pushing it. 5 is when it's cute. See, the thing is, like, when you're at 10 and stuff like that, it's like, you know, you're starting to work on things a little bit. Things are starting to change. And then eventually, you know, like a few years later, you're going to be a teen. And then, like, now you really should pay attention. Well, you know, it just, he's fragile. He's not trying to do anything. Like, he's not trying to become... It's sociable at points, Jay. And it's like, "Mm, once again, I'm not buying it. See, those are prominent times. Those are are formation times. But you see, once again, somebody's got to be accountable. And there's a lot of people running around here now. They don't want to play that game. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. I'm pretty much looking to the crux of how things can become monsters and how, like, you know, there's an accountability, there's a responsibility there. And then if you're not checking it, it can be a big problem later on. Which is why, like, when you look at some of these horror movies and stuff, you can see, like, some of these things are either A, self-inflicted or a laser-guided karma in some ways. And then other times it's because, oh, well, you know, I didn't want to be accountable. And I think I just mentioned Poltergeist while I did that (laughs) or made a subtle hint to it. Anyways, though, guys, uh, this has been a great episode. This has been a great event. I am, you know, I'm humbled. I'm glad I could put this on for you guys for another year. A knock on wood, let's go ahead and get a few more years in because there's a lot of horror movies that we haven't covered yet. And then there's a lot of other special events I'd like to do for you guys. And, you know, for a company wide event, like I love doing the monster fest. I cannot deny it. <laughs> so we'll be at this for a while then. And don't worry, I'll be back in a week. I won't be gone that long. And um hey, J360 jams 36 is open for you guys. So anytime that you guys want to submit tracks and all that stuff, please do. It's that time for it. And since it's not Monster Fest um, you know, based, it's open to a lot more a lot more people out there. Don't worry about like the theme. I'll figure that out. Let's just have a good time. But until then, though, this is the J Man signing off. Uh, all of the J360 shows are now purified from the Monster Fest. The Monster Fest is going back into the vault for another year. Later's.